Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Denver Bronco Roundup. For all you Denver Bronco Roundup fans out there and Denver Bronco fans out there, appreciate it very much. I am your host, Keith Brugman. I'll go ahead and I'll introduce it around the home. We got Albert, the Mile High Dutchie. Welcome, Albert. Welcome, welcome. It's uh, good to be a Broncos fan still, even although we had a loss, but still the playoff uh, picture is still uh, inside and we still can do it. Yeah. Let's stay positive, Broncos fans. We still have some reasons to be positive. There's still, you know, there's still a pathway for us to to, to sniff the postseason. So let's uh, let's win out. Let's be positive. Let's get these three games. And speaking about being positive, it's Trevor, the Rocket Man Salzman. Welcome, Trevor. How's it going, man? Hey, I like the nickname. That's the first time you ever used that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. talking about that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pretty good on the spot, a little nickname there. But uh, <laughs> no, but you're doing, doing pretty good. You know, just, uh, you know, <clears throat> looking for the next three games. And, uh, you know, we have a chance. Just going to have to get some help from some other teams and win out. But, um, again, there's still a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. You got it, buddy. Uh, fantastic line from a fantastic movie and a, and a good one that me and my buddy used to always enjoy and quote from time to time as well jeremy if you're out there i'm sure we've seen you in the chat before you'll enjoy that as well so talking about being joyful talking about being absolutely ecstatic to see somebody like an old buddy it's our old pal guys i'm going to welcome in mr paul rosen of the knk sports show first time guest of the denver bronco roundup welcome to the show, Mr. Paul Rosen. Thank you so oh, much. Oh my God, a sitting ovation. I, I'm I'm honored. I'm honored and thrilled. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. It's a pleasure to be on with with such such esteemed host, and I'm very very happy to be here tonight. Thank you well, again. Well, we appreciate you. If you guys don't know, the KNK Sports Show, fantastic sports show, sports podcast that happens out on the East Coast. They cover all sports they cover nfl they cover basketball nba mlb uh, heck they, they cover just about anything fantastic guys east coast flair they have their own denver Broncos show you got to check that out as well of course paul being a big giants fan they have their own giants show as well so man i'm telling you guys they have a little bit of everything and we appreciate paul coming on here because man just like you see albert if you happen to be watching on screen man it is the holidays and, you know, nothing like being around your friends and family, our cousins on the other side of the coast in the podcast business, King K Sports Show and Mr. Paul Rosen. And Paul, it's my understanding, man, you've got something very, very, very special queued up for us this <laughs> evening. 
<laughs> Man, if, if, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest, guys, and, and you don't know if you haven't tuned in the K&K Sports Show around the holiday time. Mr. Paul Rosen is world-renowned around the world, <laughs> around the globe, because of the internet, for his parodies, Christmas parodies, mm-hmm. and bringing them to the sports theme and the sports world. He hasn't clued me in at all, but he says he has a special treat for us. So that's one of the reasons he's here for us tonight. A little bit of a teaser there for you guys. But we're, you know, Paul, I'm not going to just bring you in just for for your song and dance here. I, I want to get your thoughts here a little bit on our Broncos as well, man. If you don't oh, sure. mind. So, no, so not I, at all. I, I'm going to bring you in. I'm going to bring you in. First and foremost, you're our special guest. And I just want to start recapping this Broncos uh, game that we had against the Lions, what went wrong, what it means, and how we move forward, and and just kind of get your thoughts on it all, Paul. What what are your thoughts from an outside perspective? Yeah, thank you, Keith. I watched the game Saturday night, of course, and the first couple of series, hey, you guys and the Lions play pretty much, uh, you know, who's going to punt more, and then all of a sudden, the Lions buzzsaw started, and the next thing you know, they scored, what, six straight times. And uh, I don't think Jared Goff has played as well as he did uh, on Saturday than uh, almost any other time this season. And they just they just went absolutely bananas. I don't think it was so much what Denver didn't do. I think as football isn't that's that difficult a game. You know, mm-hmm. if you uh, you can control the the offensive line, if you, the offensive line can control the defensive line, and the defensive line controls the offensive line, not too difficult to win games. And I think that's exactly what happened. And the the Lions just overwhelmed you guys. Uh, I, I Saturday night they were the better team. That's not to say Denver can't come back from this. Um, obviously, they play New England uh, Sunday night. But unfortunately, as we saw with Carolina losing the other day, any team on any given Sunday so or Saturday night. So unfortunately, <laughs> the, the Broncos ran into a buzzsaw. And, and you know, you got to give credit to the Lions. Uh, my co-host, Carson Shear, big, huge Lions fan. I know he was uh, on Kurt's show the other day. Uh, they, they have a legitimate chance. They have a possible possible chance to uh to make some noise in the playoffs this year so i i don't think you guys should be discouraged too much you, you played a great team at home on uh, on the road so uh you know keep your heads up and i i think in, in the next three weeks you still have an opportunity well i appreciate that um you know it's always good to have that outside perspective we're so you know we're so self-absorbed as our own fans you know, we don't think about the buzzsaw that the Lions were. We don't think about the team that they were. Like you said, you have a good friend over there, Carson, that is a big Lions fan over there on the K&K show, knows this team in and out, knows that they are a fantastic team. They went through some recent struggles, but boy, did they get back on track when they matched up against the Denver Broncos on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And they certainly poured it on, and they they did it in a way that they are certainly capable of. And, it, and it's as as a, a good friend in the podcasting business always says, uh, you know what they're paid to play the game as well, and they came out there and they paid to play. They they came to play and they and they played well. They played very well in that game and and gave it to the Broncos. So 
I, I appreciate that. Sometimes it's not all about you. Sometimes it's about the other guys too. And uh, it's a good perspective that you bring, Paul. Appreciate it a ton. Thank you. Um, just want to say hello with flashed up a couple of uh, names up on the screen. So say hello to uh, Jeremy and to Pearl and to Michelle and to Kenny, who's already been in here. Roy's coming in here and saying good evening as well. So thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Kenny's saying, Jody looks a lot like Paul Rosen. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we usually have uh, twins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we typically have a uh, you know the four horsemen, as uh, Kenny likes to call us, with Jody. Jody might be joining us a little bit later. He is a little bit tied up. We hope to have him here shortly. But Paul Rosen, what a! I mean, not that you can ever substitute for the judge, but man, as close as a substitute as we have, we even got Listen. the you know. The, the well, judge's chair there, I think. There, I, I'm very honored. And hey, listen, we're both Irish fans, so uh, go Irish. <laughs> there you go. But Jeremy's coming in here. So you're saying there's a chance. See, I told you. I told you. I knew it was coming. Uh, Michael Ronquillo coming in and saying good evening, Keith, Albert, and Trevor. And even a good evening to Paul as well. Of course, Thank you so coming, much. In, coming in with the big orange and blue. Uh, hearts and you know we stole this from the the k&k show that big clap it up and and michael ronquillo <laughs> makes sure he joins that in as well speaking of the k&k show mr kurt valente one of the big pieces over at the k&k sports show the the host of the broncos show on wednesday night 8 p.m mountain standard time saying what's up boys hey uh, kurt always good to see him right always good to see him and roger's coming in here giving you a big welcome as well saying welcome paul so Paul's Thank becoming you, Roger. new new favorite man. We're gonna have you on here all the time. Our <laughs> our comments are way up. Our our viewership is way up. So what we really it's, need to do it, is it's that oh, pretty face. That <laughs> it is. It's a gorgeous face. I do need to move it around. I do need to say hello to my other guests. I do need to give them a little bit of time. I'm gonna go over to Mr. Trevor Salzman now next and round it up with Albert. Say hello, Trevor and. Now that we've had a little bit of time to decompress off of this uh, loss, what are your thoughts around this game in, oh, I don't know, 60 seconds or less? Yeah, I just, I'm just my thoughts on this game, you know, I just think Denver got off to a slow start. Um, I think they were overmatched in this game. I think uh, more or less <clears throat> we've, we've seen a lot of kind of backlash from Sean Payton kind of getting Russ's grill a little bit, um, you know, and I think that Sean Payton needs to really be Mindful of that and do be better at that, not getting in his quarterback's face in public um, and just in general, honestly. Um, but uh, but I think Sean Payton's going to have to take, you know, accountable accountability, some accountability for that loss and um, move forward. We have to, I mean, it's time to move forward. You got to live and learn. And uh, these next three games are winnable. You have to win out. I mean, it's, there's no doubt about it. You can't afford to drop another game. So you have to win out and hope and pray that some other teams uh, can help you along the way because, again, this is. Uh, the one and five star, I think, is really <clears throat> going to come back to bite this team. I think if uh, uh, if we don't make the playoffs, I think that, that if we look back on this, that's something that uh, I think might be an issue. Um, just just getting off to that real slow start, and uh, you know, something that again you can lean, learn from from going into the next season. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, and welcome Broncos country. We appreciate Trevor, and we're going to head up to Albert next. We're going to have his thoughts decompressed off this game. I know there's a lot of emotion in this game, whether it be a devastating loss, whether it see those emotions flood over on the sidelines between coach and quarterback. There was a lot of emotions. Us as fans had it. Us as media members had it. 
Albert, now that we've had a little bit of time to whoo, decompressed, what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, I have to agree with uh, Paul as well. Uh, the Lions just outclassed us so that, he, that they, uh, we had a uh, really good, bad Goff of a Jared Goff uh, playing against us. And I think that made all the difference. The, they were there to play and they are, yeah, they beat us pretty much on every area where they, where they were. Is it, this was the only loss that we could lose. Unfortunately, mm. all the all the other teams did really well. That are also in the playoff run. That isn't, yeah. There's a little bit of a disadvantage, but yeah, we still can make the playoffs. We have to win all of all of there. What it is, what there is, and um, even if we don't make the playoffs, but we have a ten and seven record, I am happy because we have now seven years. We had seven years of losing, mm. and finally we have a year of winning. There you go. And that's where we are. I appreciate that, man. We talked a little bit about this right before we got on the show, man, about being appreciative of and being thankful about what this Broncos team is compared to maybe where they've been. Good point, Albert, and the fact that we've been absolutely mired in losing seasons, you know, just dwelling and and sulking down there in losing seasons. And for all intents and purposes, it looks like that should absolutely come to an end. If nothing else, kind of coming with these next three games being able to get two of the next three right and and being up on that positive side certainly seems possible do you want to say hello to a few other people in the chat already i kind of flashed it up on the screen but thank you greg smith for joining in it has been a while and i appreciate you joining the show fantastic to see you guys see you um we had mr sis coming in here as well saying evening men this is sis here and good evening to you as well so good to see you and lots of uh lots of friends and and uh, people catching up in the background as well and speaking of catching up we're going to go ahead and catch up and fill up the full screen we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring in the judge the judge jody moncrief welcome in judge how you doing buddy what's up everyone welcome to broncos country and welcome to the denver bronco roundup you know perfect timing we're just really getting started off on some topics here i was talking to these guys about decompressing after that game trying to get all the emotion out of it you know taking a big breath deep breath taking a large exhale and then thinking about this game what are your thoughts around this game jody i know that it was a tough loss and nothing anything that we wanted to see but what are your thoughts now after a little bit of time to decompress um it was just all around bad um from the defense offense coaching um just put it behind us like we did the Miami game and move on. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there's something like that. And, and that brings it full circle, man. I wanted to, that, that was a question that actually came to my mind. That was the, and you led me in perfectly. I'll go ahead and I'll start with Jody. I'll roll all the way back around the horn. So Paul will be next on this one, but Jody, when, when we went in and we got 70 points hung on us in Miami, and we were absolutely embarrassed. What happened out of that? We were absolutely galvanized at a team as a team, and we end up going on a run. Taking this game versus the Detroit Lions into account and being somewhat embarrassed, getting 42 points hung on us, and it boy, it looked like it was pretty easy for him to do it. You know, like you said, all aspects of this team look bad, whether it be offense, defense, or coaching. What happens after this loss? 
what happens for these next three games? What does it propel us? Does it does it hurt us? Where we go from here? Um, I think you'll see why Sean Payton was brought here for leadership. Uh, same with people like Russ. Um, it's now or never. Your playoff life life is on the line. I, you almost have to win out to to have a chance. Um, and if you went out and still don't get in, in on a positive note like you did last year, um, get some things figured out. We've seen turmoil with Russ and Peyton at times. Um, let's get that clicking. Mm. Let's just get some things going that haven't, like the run game and some different things. And if it manages to work out great, once you get in, if you're in, you have a chance. Ain't that the truth, man. If you're in, you get a chance, man. Like to see a few things worked out, and I completely understand that. Paul, what do you think this loss to the Lions does for this Denver Broncos team? Well, from what I've read, some of the quotes from your offensive linemen, from your receivers, it seems like it's bringing the team together. They know they still have a shot. They know they're still in it. You're playing a New England team on New uh, Christmas Eve, and if that doesn't get you up, I know you're going to be wearing your un the, the new uniforms I read. Listen, I mean, if, if you have it right there for your taking, if you can't get up for this game coming off of a loss like that, and, and let's face it, you didn't lose to a, a, a chump team. The Lions are one of the best teams, and they've been one of the best teams the last couple of years. So... You have New England, all due respect to Coach Belichick and, and what he's done, you know, arguably the GOAT of coaches, but you have to you have to beat down this team, come back strong, win this game, and then, you know, I don't want to sound clicheous, but uh, win, play them one at a time, and, yeah. and go from there. We've been talking about stacking wins all year long, Trevor. Or, I mean, Paul, we've been hoping to get to that point where we could stack a few, and we did get that little bit of a run. Um, it would be nice to stack three in a row to, you know, just finish the season and let the chips fall where they may. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to head up to Trevor. I almost slipped up a little bit earlier. Trevor, the Rocket Man. That, that, that's his new nickname, Jody. You might have missed that. We're calling him the Rocket Man. Jody's coming, or uh, Trevor's coming in here, and he's going to, Give me his thoughts about what this loss does to the Detroit Lions for this Denver Broncos team. Yeah, I mean it should be motivation. I mean, you again, you have you there's no more room to to lose. You don't you just can't. I you gotta win out. I mean, and you <clears throat> here's a here's the thing, you have to you have to win out because again, you're playing two interim head coaches right now and one guy that's almost out the door in Belichick. And then you have all these injuries on with those teams. There's no reason you can't win the win these next three games. There's no more excuses with this team. Sean Payton, it's time. I mean, whatever happened Saturday, it happened. It's time to move forward. Whatever what you have with Russ, what's going on with that, I don't know. I don't know their relationship. Put it aside. We'll handle that in the offseason. Now it's about the team. Let's go in. It's, it starts with New England. It starts with New England, and you got to trickle that on down. Game by game, Did you that's the approach you have to take right now. And, again, you got to make up for that slow start to the season. I think, again, I think we're starting to see that kind of creep up on this team a little bit. And so – we got to go forward and just continue to be positive and lift each other up. And Sean Payton's leadership is going to be tested these next three weeks after this loss. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. You hope it galvanizes the team. We certainly saw it in Miami. You know, you'd like to see that happen again. It's certainly up against the right opponents, you know, but, you know, anything can possibly happen. You know, this this outburst on the sideline, I know, Albert, that was something that you were very critical of, um, right post game, everything, you know, that that the yelling of uh, Sean Payton onto on Russell Wilson, uh, you thought it was uncalled for. Like I said, this loss, this loss hurt in a lot of different ways. That was one of the ways we saw it play out. What does this loss do for this Denver Broncos team? Do they move in a positive direction? Or was this just a bad loss, and could they head in the wrong direction because of this, Albert? I I don't think so. I think the Broncos will go into a, a – that's what we thought after the the games with uh, with the Dolphins too. Uh, we were off to a really bad season, and they picked it up. And I think that that is something that will happen again. They got on a little bit of a cold shower, and <laughs> guess what? It's ready to get uh, uh, comfy again and start playing. And we're in a warm shower. And uh, what I believe is that if we make the playoffs, we are not a one and done team. And a lot of people think that uh, the Chiefs, because they will go into the playoffs, because they most likely will win the AFC West, but that they will be a one-and-done team. Because the Chiefs, in my opinion, are worse, a worse team than the Broncos at this moment, even although we had this loss. And, and yeah, so I think we are, we, we can have a good run. If we make the playoffs, we can have a good run. And we could make some teams uh, really start crying. You'll see them crying. <laughs> I like it. Albert wants to make them cry. You know, kind of <laughs> like, you know, we got Dan Campbell wants to uh, be eating people's kneecaps. Albert <laughs> wants uh, Sean Payton to make people cry in the playoffs. I'm loving it, man. It would be nice to see this this loss mean something other than just losing and and falling apart, you know, and falling apart as a team. Because, hey, I don't know about you guys. We've all been a part of sports teams. Sometimes losses can galvanize you. Sometimes losses can absolutely take everything out of you, and you just feel it within the locker room. So I'm hoping it it's on the positive side. We've been on the positive side for our Broncos. We hope to continue. I think we were all predicting a win versus the Lions. It didn't happen. I do got to give a shout-out one more time. A, to Michael Ronquillo, because he's over on YouTube. And I'll be honest, guys, I know I've been putting it off. I'm adding a little special surprise probably to our YouTube giveaway, guys, on top of it. But go over, click, share, and subscribe. Remember, if you're over there and you're getting the alerts over on your YouTube, it's no different getting your alerts over on Facebook as well. You'll know exactly when we come on. And believe me, YouTube is such a better platform for us uh, to interact with you guys on. So. Appreciate you so much, Michael Ronquillo, coming over on YouTube. He's coming in a little bit later as well, saying evening, Kenny. And also pointing out just that the loss to the Texans hurt too with Russell Wilson and the three-interception game. I agree, um, but like I said, I think that Miami game was a big loss and it hurt a lot, and we turned the page in that game, and I'm hoping for more in the same in this lost to the lions as well so i'm gonna go ahead and i want to turn it and i'll go back around the horn horn the other way so i pro- apologize to jody i'll promise i'll mix it up on the la- next one um you're gonna have a little bit of a wait with five people on here and if paul doesn't mind hanging around 
um, we'll get his opinion as long as he's hanging with us. So, uh, Albert, these next three games, man, obviously there's a lot of things that we would like, including three wins, three consecutive wins. But other than three consecutive wins, what would you like to see from this Denver Broncos team in these next three games? What I would like to see is that they all become a unit again and that they all will perform as they can perform. We have seen it. They can beat, I would say they can beat any team that is in the, in, in the, in the league. And that's what I want to see again. They, they, uh, they are a team to reckon, uh, to, to reckon with because a lot of people are afraid to play the Broncos. And do we have a, did we have a bad game against the Lions? Yes. That doesn't mean that we are still a force to reckon with, and I want to see that again. I like it. Wants to see us come together. Want to see us be that force to be reckoned with. You know, and like like we just got done talking about, taking this loss, galvanizing us, making us stronger, and just proving to the rest of the NFL how strong we are as we maybe march into the playoffs and start making people cry, as Albert said. Trevor, heading over to you, man. What do you need to – or what would you like to see in these next three games other than three consecutive wins. And by the way, lots of compliments going around for uh, Albert. First off, nice shirt and tie, and then we got the nice hat. Jen brought uh, a Knicks hat for uh, Kurt last Sunday. All you guys have to tell Jen to get me a Broncos one. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing it here, and maybe I'll do a little message on the side. Of course, you guys can always interact with us on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, well, maybe not YouTube. That's not really an interaction type of place, but Facebook, Twitter, interact with us there. I'll be sending Jen a message, try to get you all set up as well. But Trevor, again, these next three games, what do you need to see? Yeah, I just, I think just consistency on both sides of the ball. I mean, we're, we've seen just, I mean, this last Saturday, we've just seen just no consistency at all from either side of the ball. Um, and when, when this team's good, all three phases, special teams, defense, and offense are all clicking at the same time. And we just we need to see we need to see all that all come together these next three games because that's going to be important. That, that plays big important parts to to, to these games to, to getting wins. And you, what are you going to do? Stack wins? Well, you got to do it all the way around. You can't just do it on one side of the ball or the other. So we need to start seeing that. Start seeing some positivity with this offense going into the playoffs because again, defense they've been really doing a lot of heavy lifting this year. So we got to see more from the offense when your head coach is the calling the plays and he's that you know, quote, unquote, bright offensive mind, well, we got to start seeing it at some point in time. We got to start seeing this offense clicking because the playoffs is a different animal. And, yeah, you want to get you want to get in, you want to get your shot. But let's be honest, the team, they, they've got to figure out uh, this offense, and they've got to start clicking at some point in time. I just don't think we've seen that this year. We've seen the defense step up in many different ways. And I think that's a large part of where the team's at, where they're at. So I think we just got to see more consistency on all, th- on all sides of the ball, but specifically offensively. Absolutely. Rogers coming in here as well saying, I would love to see them come out and just play and have some fun again, get back to the fundamentals. So yeah, you know, there's nothing, nothing better than when you're playing fun, you're out there having fun, you're playing loose and what that can feel like and the the type of success you can get out of that. I would love to see them have out there having fun as well. Always having fun with Paul, Paul, you know, I'll, I'll pose this to you a little bit differently being not a Broncos fan, not mm-hmm. not entirely differently. What would scare opponents for the if the Denver Broncos got maybe a few things going right? And what would those few things be 
if the Broncos were to be scary to the rest of the NFL? Um, not to uh, peek over Albert's shoulder on the test, but I was going to say the same thing about consistency from an outsider and someone who has watched many of the Bronco games this year. It seems as if consistency has not been a key aspect of the season. When the offense is good, it seems like the defense is bad. When the defense is bad, the offense seems to be clicking. But I'll add one more thing, not just offense, defense, and special teams. I also think coaching. I think it took a while for you guys to get into the flow of who Sean Payton was, and I think that caused a little bit of your slow start. And I think these last three games, the coaching staff, offense, defense, special teams has to be on the same page because if they're not, and I'm, as far as the sideline thing went with uh, Russ and, and Sean uh, last week, you know what? Listen, one wanted to go for Italian food. The other wanted to go for Chinese food. So they had a little argument, you know, <laughs> hey, it happens. But, you know, listen. Uh, a guy by the, by the name of Bill Parcells and Phil Sims used to get into arguments all the time on the Giants sidelines, and they seem to uh, have kissed and made up and, and led to good careers for both of them. So, mm. But I think the consistency, as Albert pointed out, needs to be there for the next three games. I like it, man. I mean, that is something that we, we have been lacking. That's something that... Uh, boy, we would like to have seen throughout this entire season... I don't care if it's we're talking about game to game. I don't talk if we're talking about quarter to quarter. Just consistency throughout is not something that you can necessarily label this Denver Broncos team with. So having some consistency over these next three games would be fantastic. Jody, you waited a heck of a long time. So that being said, man, next three games, other than three wins, what are you hoping, wanting, needing to see from these Denver Broncos? Uh, three things. I want to see – the run game and the run defense, I want to see that improve. Um, Javante's averaging under four yards a carry. None of our running backs have a 100-yard game yet. I think we have running backs have two rushing touchdowns this year. And our run defense, it gets gashed in big ways. It got gashed against the Lions. They are gashing us. And I would like to see... Russ and Peyton start to click a little more. I would like to put to bed this and this this nonsense talk. Is he here? Is he gone? Mm. Are we starting over? Just you got to. It takes time. Um, I've used examples. Elway and Shanahan took Elway three years before Elway and Shanahan three years before they won a playoff game. Uh but didn't click right away with Peyton and Drew Brees. I mean, they had multiple seven and nine seasons, so it mm. takes time. Um, and I've heard this is one of the most complex offenses, like six, 700 plays in the playbook. So um, it's going to take time uh, for all the people that say, well, he didn't handpick his quarterback. Well, he kind of did. He knew <laughs> there were teams out there that were drafting quarterback that had Texans, Panthers, he mm. could have picked any quarterback he wanted, and he knew what the deal was with Russ, and he came here. So, in a way, he did handpick Russ. So, um, 
like Paul said, it's an old school thing. He came from the Parcells tree and that's just the kind of coach they are. Um, some people like it. Some people don't. Um, I don't have a problem with it. Um, one thing maybe I'd like to see next time is maybe I think Russ has earned enough clout in this league to maybe fire back because I don't think you would see Peyton Manning or John Elway or somebody like that just sit there and take it. Yeah. Personality differences maybe just a little bit though too because, uh, you know, let's face it, Russell Wilson is definitely that roll off, let the, let the water roll off like a duck off the back, right? You know, he just – he doesn't let anything touch him. He's a positive guy. He's not going to let negative take him down in a negative path. He's going to take that negative and think about what is what is needed positively to be taken out of that. And that's just the type of guy that Russ is, and I think that's the way that Russ kind of took it at the time. He's going to go ahead and he's going to take that and say, okay, what is the meaning of this? How can I turn this into positive, and how can I move forward with this? And that being said, that's, what I, you know, that's part of what I need to see in these next three games. I just need this offense to click. I called it. I wanted it in the Houston game because I really thought they had an opportunity to put up some points in that Houston game and maybe truly be a shootout in Houston. I thought it was going to be the same in this Detroit game, this Detroit game where we're not going up against the most epic defense out there, but at the same time, you know, they're going to be putting up some points. I knew they were going to be able to put up some points. So I figured we would be in it for a big shootout in this one. I would love to see this offense, as Russ said, as Albert, Trevor, and I think even Jody mentioned, have some consistency. And I'd like them to go out there and be able to just truly perform. We're going to go up against a couple of mediocre defenses in these next three games. Maybe not the first one, but the next two are pretty mediocre defenses, and you should be able to take advantage, and you should be able to put up points. And I'd like to see that. I want to see everyone see what this offense is capable of and realize what we have in 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 the weapons that we do have because i don't think we've seen the potential and because of that we're always wary about who should who should we keep who do we have who's a good performer and we've seen it too many times i think and we've we even saw it you know playing across from us in this other game of players that we let go that we didn't think had the potential that end up going other places and having potential as well. So I think there's a lot of potential in this offense, and I'd like to see him showcase it in the next three games. So well, and I think uh, real quick before you move on, I think Sean Payton has something to prove too, because he, I mean, he's won what what did I say he's 16 and 15 since Drew Brees retired. That's a 500 coach right there. That's not. I mean, he's not. He's got something to prove that. He's not just prodigy of, of Drew Brees, too, I think, because Drew Brees was a Pro Bowl quarterback-type quarterback before he went to New Orleans. So I'm just mm. saying, if you want to throw Russ, mm. I'm saying that Russ needs to be better. Sean Payton's got to be better. He's got something to prove, too. That's just my opinion. Agreed, man. I I, I don't think Sean Payton is um, can abstain from the, uh, from the criticism uh, or the critics themselves or what needs to happen in order for this offense to be productive. He absolutely needs to be a part of this. It's just not the the pieces on the field. I want to hit Michael had a fantastic question. I'm going to go zigzagging around the board, so <clears throat> be ready for the question. I'm going to hit Albert first, though, on this one. Michael Ronquillo came in, in on YouTube and said, should the Broncos start running back Samaj Pirine over Javante Williams? What is your answer, Albert? Start them both. 
use 21 personnel? Why not start them both at the same time? And if we use more of those, guess what? You put a defense on, on their heels because now they have to defend two uh, running backs. Hmm. And what does it open up? A lot more play, uh, play action. So, yeah, use uh, 22 uh, because you don't know what is coming. Interesting interesting take on it. Get them both on the field is uh, is Alberts. I'm going to go ahead and head down to Jody next. What are your thoughts on this? Is it Shamaz H.P. Ryan? Is it Javante William? Heck, I'll even throw in Jaleel McLaughlin. Who should be the starting running back in this Denver Broncos offense? Um, I definitely think they should move to P. Ryan. Um, Williams doesn't look right. He looks a little bit slow. Um, I mean, he's coming off a massive knee injury. I mean, we're lucky to even be seeing him right now. So, and you can just see it like that touchdown where he got stopped at the goal line there. When he's healthy, he lowers his shoulder and he gets in easy. No one makes a shoulder tackle on him right there. Mm. Something is just not right. And P. Ryan, he's averaging over five yards of carry. Um, he's been the guy in pass protection and different things. Um, so I think that's where you kickstart it. But Peyton's got to get out of his way, or get get out of his own way and commit to the run. Um, the stats back it up when Russ throws the ball over thirty times a game. It's not great. Russ clicks when he has a great run game. And I know the numbers are a little skewed because we were down a little bit and Russ had to run on some plays, but he called over 42 drop back or over 40 drop back passes against the lines. That's that doesn't suit Russ. Hmm. You've got to run the ball. It, the script needs to be flipped like the Cleveland game when we ran for 169 and we're running the football. That's what needs to happen. Different scheme altogether. That would certainly maybe flip the tables and maybe get a different result and maybe get a win in situations like we uh, end up taking a loss in Detroit. Um, P. Ryan over Javante is the is the answer though coming from Jody as well. I'll go ahead and over head over to Paul. I don't know how much you've been able to see our three running backs in our you know as as Albert the Mile High Dutch he likes to call it the hydra you know but uh you know we do have a couple of uh choices back here who would mm -hmm. your choice be for rb1 for the denver broncos well i'll give kurt the uh credit for this he always says you know come down playoff time or as we get toward playoff time you run the ball you play good defense and i think that's what denver has to start doing right now i'd play all three if williams is not a hundred percent and and we know how hard it is to come back from a serious knee injury that he had and it's it's probably great that he's out there but if you got to get all three in there at some point play them all but you want to control the ball, control the clock, let your defense, which has been, for the most part, playing well this season, that's how you're going to win these games. Um, I know New England, when the Giants played them, they did not have a good defense against the run, one of the worst in the uh, NFL. Hey, run the ball down their throats. Use yeah. all three of them to the best of, of your uh, needs and and just, just uh, try and control the clock 
and uh, just take it to them. I mean, your offensive line has been intact for the whole season, which is amazing. So they should be able to control the ball and, and run with all three, in my opinion. I like it, man. Another vote for all three. Another vote for maybe getting more of them involved in that backfield, kind of like Albert was talking. Martin's coming in here and appreciate Martin jumping in here saying Javante isn't fully back from the injury. It takes a year to get back, and I have total confidence that he's going to have his normal explosiveness next season. When that happens, watch out. That being said, if he doesn't have his normal explosiveness right now, Trevor, is it time to move on from Javante and RB1 and maybe give P. Ryan a, you know, an opportunity there? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I said it. I think a couple shows ago. I think P. Ryan's Denver's uh, best all-around running back. I think that that's that's the guy that I think you feed the ball to because I think he he uh, backs the game more than McLaughlin and, and Javante. Unfortunately, does right now. I just, just I, and I agree, Javante. I don't think it's back to where he needs to be. We're just lucky to see him on the field, uh, honestly. Uh, McLaughlin, I just he's not good enough in pass pro. He's a guy maybe down maybe next year or de- or down the line you can you can plug in there a little bit more, but. Right now, he just he struggles so much in pass. Right, I just don't know that you can keep him in there. Uh, but I think it starts also starts with your offensive line up front. And the offensive line plays well, and then they're uh, doing the, doing their job. This this running game. I mean, you can use I think all three backs if you need to. And you're going to have to kind of down the stretch. You can't just I think go towards more than one or more to one uh, player because you're going to have to have these guys fresh going mm-hmm. into uh, the next three games and even the playoffs. So I wouldn't expect P Ryan to get. I think you can give P Ryan most of the carries. But again, you're going to have to have Javante or Malafa. One of those two guys are going to have to uh, be ready to go and and be able to run the ball as well and have kind of a, a decent balance so that you ha- you keep these guys fresh going the season. You want to you don't want to run Samaje P Ryan into the ground because you're best running back. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. So um, and again, you run the ball, you open up the pass. We just seen that with Detroit, 185 rushing yards. I know yeah. we talked about Jared Goff with five touchdowns. That looks great on the you know, when it comes to to the stats and everything. But give credit to the running game. That, that opened up the pass a lot more. And when it has for Denver as well. They just gotta they just gotta win their matchups up front. I'm gonna hit a few comments real quick. Kenny coming in here and saying P Ryan because Peyton obviously doesn't want to establish a run game. So obviously P Ryan being a better run blocker and possibly pass catcher out of the backfield. That's what Kenny's alluding to there. Rogers coming in here and saying it won't really matter who's in the backfield if the O line can't open up some holes. Plus, we end up abandoning the run too soon. Uh, honestly, Roger, I think those go hand in hand. Uh, if we can't open up holes, we end up abandoning the run and we end up passing the ball and um, getting out of out of sequence, as as you know, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson like to say quite a bit. Sis is coming in here and saying the NFL is a passing game now. No more running in a cloud of dust. Kind of tough to hear that from Sis because that was certainly his heyday was uh three yards in a cloud of dust i know that for sure (laughs) um so that being said gentlemen um i think this is the perfect opportunity because especially with that o-line comment coming in from roger i'm gonna get i'm gonna start with paul because paul has two things for us we alluded to it a little bit earlier the first thing i want to get from from paul is a question i have for the entire panel the second thing is as a little you know, little surprise that Paul has for all of us. So, Paul, the question I have for you is: for Christmas, what would you give the Denver Broncos? <laughs> yeah, very good question. We uh, we did that on the Giants show, Kenny and I. Uh, let's see. 
if I would give something to the Denver Broncos, um, I would give them three wins the last three games and have it mathematically that the last game of the year or the, the last game of the regular season, they sneak into the playoffs. And that would be my present and gift to the Denver Broncos organization. Oh, well, thank you, Paul. Man. Getting <laughs> us into the playoffs, making it all warm and fuzzy. I appreciate it very much. Actually, maybe we'll go around the horn on our gifts, and then I'm going to come back to your your gift to us as well, all right? Okay. All right, Jody, I'm going to head to you next, man. Denver Broncos, they've been good boys and girls all year. Mm-hmm. What do you give them as a gift underneath the, underneath the tree, uh, Santa? Uh, playoff berth. Um, I think that would do a lot. Even if you don't win a playoff game, I think that would do a lot going forward next year, getting guys maybe to restructure, getting more mm-hmm. players to come here. Um, and that also probably means that Russ and Peyton are starting to click. I mean, that's something that's got to happen because I still can't wrap. You can't just cut 85 million in, with the amount of holes that we still have no tight end, no number two wide receiver, no do you need D line help, middle linebacker help. You've got a lot of holes. Um and I heard a stat today, seven out of ten first round draft picks fail. So do you want to go down that rabbit hole again? We've been down it twice the last handful of years with Paxton Lynch and lot so that would be my gift to playoff berth and hopefully that can you can build off of that into next season i like it i like it the two guys wanting us to get into the playoffs as a president of the tree i like this one coming in from kurt valente a linebacker who can cover cover tight ends it almost sounds like it's like a, a parody in itself uh and he's hoping for mr devon white um go ahead and head over to albert next albert I think I think the uh, the Broncos have been good girls and boys this year. I mean, outside of maybe a little tirade on the sidelines, and you know, we're I think we've been pretty good. So that being said, what would you give the Denver Broncos? I would give them two things: my potato salad, oh. so so that they have the energy to play a full game, and then some of the willow seasonings uh, and blends, so spice the spicy one, and. Sprinkle it where the sun doesn't shine, so you have a lot of fire <laughs> under there, little. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that should be good. <laughs> well, if nothing else. I think that came down to he'd like a little bit of kick in the butt from the Denver Broncos <laughs> as, they, as they head into these next three games. But obviously, shouting out some sponsors as well. I love it a lot, Albert. Thank you so much, man. So, uh, Trevor. Um, I, before we get to you, I want to get to this because we have somebody shouting out somebody else in our in our comments. I threw it up on the frame, uh, frame on the screen. Pearl's coming in here and saying, and by the way, hello, Pearl, and welcome, and thank you very much for jumping in here. But Pearl saying a win over the Raiders, absolutely, because not only that, but um, that's what Martin wants. He's saying Martin, Martin saying I'm with Pearl. I want to win over the Raiders as well. So. Um, Trevor, good girls and boys. Like I said, I think they, I think we deserve something nice, man. I hope you, uh, hope you have a big budget. What do you got for the Denver Broncos 
uh, for the underneath the Christmas tree this year. Yeah, I'm just gonna say winning culture. I mean, you have a, you haven't uh, had a winning culture in seven years, so you can say you can say this is about seven Christmases in a row that we haven't had. You know, winning culture and has something to look forward to when it comes to the Denver Broncos. So, um, I just think that you have to establish winning culture going forward. You have to you uh, you went out there, you spent this ownership show that they are not willing that they are more than willing to spend money and do what it takes to get this team on the right path. And um, you know, now it's, now it's time for Sean Payton, Russ Wilson, and the rest of the team to deliver. You can't. There's there's no going back right now. You have to deliver and be positive, and, and it just starts just it starts this year. Winning, regardless, this team makes playoffs ten and seven. Hey, I, I'll take that from where we have been the past seven years, um, because it sets up your future well. And it, and again, with future free free agents and stuff like that, you know they'll they'll be want want to come to Denver. They'll be more attracted to come to Denver. So I just think it starts with winning culture and, and then go forward from there. I like it, man. And Michael Ronquillo likes it too, man. You guys were like right in time with each other. Michael Ronquillo coming in saying all I want for Christmas is a winning season after eight losing seasons for the Broncos since the 2015-16 Super Bowl 50 championship NFL season. Go Broncos. Orange and blue hearts. And you got to love that, man. We came all the way around, man. It, it, it's your time. It, it's song and dance time for Mr. Paul. Mm-hmm. This is the main reason that we brought him on here. He's given us a whole lot more. Oh, wait. One, one second. What yeah. would you give them, Keith? Oh boy, I see. And now you're putting me on the spot. Oh boy, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go right down the same way that uh, that Kurt went. I, I would love to have a legitimate wide receiving tight end, and I don't know if that's Greg Dulcich. I would love it just to work out to be Greg Dulcich and him to come back healthy and playing fantastic. But I think what that would do for this Denver Broncos offense, what that would do for Russell Wilson, what that would do for the consistency that we've been talking about within this offense would do fantastic. So that's what I would give the Denver Broncos. Maybe maybe they haven't been good enough boys and girls to gift them three wins in a, and, and head them into the playoffs. I just wanted to get a wide receiving tight end. Maybe Dulcich comes back and he's that guy for us. So, But thank you, Albert. I appreciate you stopping me on that and putting me on the spot. So, um Paul has been waiting on hold, like I said, giving us tons of great information and really filling us in on the Broncos when he's a huge Giants fan. So I appreciate it, Paul. But no Paul problem. is, My pleasure. like I said, known around the world, known around the globe because of the World Wide Web and the Internet <laughs> for his fantastic Christmas parodies. And from what I understand, he's got one queued up for us guys. So without further ado, I'm going to give you the full screen too, buddy. Paul, take it away. Uh-oh. Wow. I feel very honored. Thank you, Keith. So about three years ago when I first came on K&K, we got into the holiday season and I said, you know, let's add something to the show. And I started fiddling around a little bit with some of the songs in Christmas time. And we all hear the same songs over and over. And this particular song after last year, I thought about it and of course, uh, Kurt being the humongous Broncos fan like you, I had to write something for uh, the Broncos and for Kurt. So without further ado, this is my tribute to Santa Claus has come into town, the Bruce Springsteen version. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. East Coast done well. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Of course, I'm living in Jersey, so I got to have a shout out to New Jersey and Bruce. All right. 
It's all cold in Colorado. The wind's whipping down the field. Hey, hey, Broncos, you guys, you guys know what time of year it is? What time? What? It's playoff time. What? Oh, playoff time? You guys, all oh, you guys been good and practicing real hard? Yeah? Russ, hey, Russ, you've been practicing real hard now, so Coach Payton will bring you a new football? Everyone out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many. Not many Broncos. You guys might be in trouble out here. Yeah, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Russell Wilson came to Broncos town. Russell Wilson came to Broncos town. Russell Wilson came to Broncos town. He's your quarterback. He said, let's ride. Now all Bronco fans are on his side. Russell Wilson came to Broncos town. Russell Wilson came to Broncos town. Russell Wilson came to Broncos town. Thank you. Oh, fantastic, man. Fantastic. Mr. Paul Rosen, East Coast. Santa Claus is coming to town parody uh, version of Bruce Springsteen, man. Fantastic, Paul. Thank you so much, man. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. You're getting lots of love in here, man. Um, here we got. Thanks, Paul. You might have some great insight on the Bron Broncos. We got not Albert and uh, Michelle. Probably this is Michelle coming in saying, awesome, Paul. Thank uh, you. Big claps up from Pearl Heater. Loving it. Um, also, good love from uh, Kurt Valente and Ro Roy Osborne as well, man. And, man, I <laughs> love it, Paul, man. You are fantastic. I I, I just can't say enough, man. I mean, it, uh, you put yourself out there. You, you go ahead and you write all the lyrics. Thank you um, so much, sir. I appreciate it. And I don't know what you guys are doing tomorrow night during our K&K &K show. But uh, if any of you guys are going to be available, I'd love for you to watch our show because I'm going to let you know that you guys are going to get a shout out by me at one point toward the end of the show. So if you're available, we'll be on eight o'clock uh, Eastern time, finish usually about nine or so. Maybe we'll run a little later. But if you're definitely listening toward the end of the show, I'll just let you know you guys are going to get a shout out. Appreciate it, Paul. You, Paul. Paul, we usually give everyone just a, a couple of seconds. Kurt's been on here. Kenny's been on here. Why don't you give you just a few seconds? Talk about the KNK Sports Show, if you don't mind, though. You, you alluded till tomorrow night, but you guys have a ton going on over there. Uh, we have a great show, great group of guys. As you mentioned, Kurt and Kenny are the, uh, are the stalwarts of the show. I'm so blessed to have... Uh, been able to been associated with them. I finally got to meet Kenny, my wonderful, beautiful wife and I met Kenny finally when he came up for Thanksgiving and we got together here in New Jersey. Uh, Carson Cher, amazing. And uh, Ryan Scoops with him, uh, also amazing. And uh, we're doing great shows. And I got to give a big shout out also to Jenny Hoops, Kurt's wonderful wife, who helps us doing the Giants shows, Kenny and I, on usually on Saturday nights or Sunday mornings. So uh, 
it's been a wonderful experience. They've all been fantastic. It's been wonderful. We love when you guys come on uh, and you are certainly always invited to to come on the show and, and be with us. And we appreciate everything that, that you do for us as, as our West co uh, cousins. So just thank you very much for letting me do that shout out. And, and uh, I just wanna say to, to you and your fans, Wonderful. Have a wonderful holiday season. Happy holidays and, and a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Well, thank you, Paul, man. I appreciate you so much. And we appreciate all the guys over at the K&K &K Sports Show. Um, you guys, like I said, fantastic. We've adopted you as family. We've adopted you as the stepfather, as uh, Kurt Vol or, uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick is known for our Denver mm -hmm. Broncos. You guys are just wonderful and lots of love to you guys and, and happy holidays to you as well. Uh, guys, we're right up against it. Um, it's a it's a full show. That's an hour in the books. We're coming up on it. We should get some final thoughts around the board and then get out of here. Um, get all queued up for another show. They'll be right around the corner. So let's just go ahead and go around the uh, the horn. We'll start off with oh, let's go off with the OG, my original co-host, Mr. Jody Moncrief. Jody, why don't you go ahead and get us out of here, buddy? Uh, my final thoughts is I want to see Peyton get back and focused on this run game. Um, do what you did against Cleveland. That worked 169 rush yards. You dominated the game. Um, put, put winning above your pride and what, what you were able to do with Drew Brees. You don't have that same type of offense right now. Running the football wins. Um, look at Dallas last. Look at or Buffalo, excuse me, last week. Josh Allen less than fifty percent completions under hundred yards, and they put massive points up. When you can run the ball like that, you can do whatever you want. Look at the lines on us. Um, get back to running the football. That's really what I want to see. Love it, man. Love to get that running game going. As we all know, anything can happen. You get that running game going. The passing game opens. You can just run up the. You can just run the ball all 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 day, game long and um, have a good game as well. But uh, certainly would open up the offense. Love to get that going. Heading over to my next guy, Albert Mile High Dutchy, man. Head over to him. He was the second on board, but uh, never second in our book. What are you thinking as we get out of here, Albert? Yeah, it, this is a winnable game for the Broncos uh, next Sunday. So I predict that they can have a shutout even, um, that they can have the Patriots at zero points because the, the Patriots' offense is not that great. And our defense should not have a problem handling them. So and that's what I think. Uh, yeah, we have a really good shot on the playoffs. We need to have a little bit of luck with all the teams as well, but we have a shot for it. And uh, first and foremost, I also want to thank all our guests who were uh, participating in the chat. Roy, Kenny, Michelle, my lovely wife, Jeremy, Pearl, and then Michael, <laughs> uh, Kurt, Roger, on the K&K Sports Shows was there, Greg, Eddie, or Sis, David, Martin, and John. <laughs> Yeah, you guys make our lives so much uh, easier. And Merry Christmas, everybody. 
Absolutely, man. Giving thumbs up in the background. That's why I'm getting the chuckle from uh, the judge, Jody Moncrief, <laughs> over there. But, man, I really do. I appreciate you guys an absolute ton, man. Much like I appreciate our latest edition. Seems like he's been with us forever. It's Mr. Trevor Rock at Man Salzman. Trevor, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us some final thoughts as we're wrapping up the show, man. By the way, that, that was not planned. That was just kind of thrown into the show, so I didn't even know the Rock Man was going to be a thing. So, you know, I guess guess we're a Bronco astronaut now, I guess you could call it. So, no, <laughs> no, appreciate it, Keith. Um, yeah, I just want to thank everybody that uh, joined us tonight. Thank you, Paul, for joining. It's great having you, and uh, love love pleasure. that. Um, and just want to thank all of our fans for being here. Again, you guys make this, you know, great, and, and we love interacting with you guys. We'll be back again on Friday uh, for a pregame show. Um, so be tuned for, in for that one. Um, but final thoughts, you know, I just think this this team's got to get back to what they do best. Play to your strengths, run the ball, bounce attack. You, uh, you have to, again, you can't, you, when this team goes pass heavy, it never ends up well. You, We've seen that in the Detroit game and in Houston. It did not work well. You have to get back to a bounce attack. And it starts up front. The, the offensive uh, line and defensive line, they both have to step up in the next three games. It starts with those guys. They have to win their matchups. Um, when, when, when we are dominant, um, we, and we are our best, we are off at the line is playing well, we're winning their matchups and we're able to run the ball and have, and have that balance back and, and able to open up the passing game. When we're winning our matchup defensively on the defensive line, we're still able to stop the run. And that puts the opposing quarterback and the opposing team in a tough situation. So you just, I just think it starts with those guys and, uh, you know, it should be fun. Again, Sean Payton leadership. It's now we got to see it. We got to see this team start clicking. Next three games, you have to win. It's, not, it's, it's inexcusable if you don't. 100%, man. Love to see this team get rolling, uh, get ahead of steam, You know, win three games and have that going into the playoffs. That's exactly where we need to be if we happen to get that playoff nod after a three-game win streak. Um, my thoughts, I'm going to agree with uh, Michael Ronquillo. Great show, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys so much, uh, whether it be all our friends and family, as we call them, the posse, in our in our message board appreciate you guys so much anybody who's like sharing and subscribing please 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 head over to youtube like share subscribe make sure you're getting those alerts we'd like you on facebook as well and guys if you didn't know if you didn't check out the ad we are now available on the go we're going to be on spotify already got our last podcast up there they'll be loading up um, shortly after these finish up live uh, we'll try to have those up as quickly as possible so take us with you Take us on Spotify. Fantastic, fantastic way to always be caught up on your Denver Broncos and the Denver Bronco Roundup. Of course, guys, we are brought to you by Rocky Mountain Sports Network. Check out Rocky Mountain Sports Network for all of your Colorado sports, whether it be the Denver Broncos, your Colorado Avalanche, your Nuggets, or your Rockies. Rocky Mountain Sports Network is the place for all your Colorado sports. Check them out at RockyMountainSportsNetwork.com. You can also check them out on YouTube. You can check them out on Facebook. You can check them out on X as well. And, of course, guys, don't forget about our fantastic sponsor, Willow Seasonings and Blends. Willow Seasonings and Blends. Spice up your life by heading over to willowseasonings.com, guys. Willow Seasonings is a Colorado-based sauces and seasonings company offering you the very best for your barbecue. Do your pit boss a favor. Do yourself a favor. Order willowseasonings.com today. Head over to willowseasonings.com, type in the code DBR2023, that's DBR2023, save yourself 15% off, 
your checkout. And I'm telling you guys, they got some great packages over there for Christmas. Not only that, but check this out, guys. Every time you use that code DBR2023, you're going to give a dollar to a family in need. Not necessarily you. It's Mr. David Slate. It's coming right out of his pocket, owner of Willow Seasonings. He gets uh, someone taken care of. We appreciate that so much. So, guys, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Again, appreciate all the likes, share, and subscribe. We've been building and building and growing. And now, like I said, with Spotify, take us with you. Take us on the go. Make sure you're over there. Make sure you're uh, liking our, our program as well. So, guys, we're we always have our our uh, OG show, which is on Tuesday nights, like you're watching right now. We always watch do our pregame on Friday, and then we do a postgame as well. So watch out for those as well, guys. We're going to go to get, go ahead and get out of here in our regular way. Go ahead and keep your boots in your stirrups, keep your guns in your holsters, and keep the Broncos in your heart. Until next time, guys, we're out of here. Thanks for another fantastic episode of the Denver Bronco Roundup.